He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights here on 77 WABC or his own website, the only place to get news these days, BillOReilly.com. Great TV shows, great articles, Prince of Darkness, today great interviews. Of course, that uh, momentous, historic road trip with President Trump back in December in the great states of Texas and Florida. And the Killing Series, which, excuse me, but continues to kill it, including his latest book, which may be his best investigative work of all. Here he is, the all-time great on this St. Patrick's Day, Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. Big Bill. I hate Irish music. Yeah. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah, it's not great. How many bagpipes <laughs> can you listen to? Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Well, no, but, the, but on a serious The no. Grinch who stole St. Patrick's <laughs> Day. Thank you. It's hilarious. Dingle. I mean, if the guy could sing any slower, the record would break itself. Oh, God, Bill. Come on. On a serious note, on this day, because I I have friends who are Irish, and they're like, oh, stop already. Whatever. We have a couple of beers. No big deal. Others treat it like it's the holiest day of the year. Where does Bill O'Reilly stand on this specific day? How celebratory does Bill O'Reilly get? First of all, I'm the only Irish person in the country that likes you, Sid. All right, so don't say you got a lot of Irish friends because they don't they don't like you. You're right about that. Right, second of all, um, St. Patrick's Day is a cultural day, um, and I always tell everybody I'm very proud to be Irish. The PBS program Finding Your Roots, you guys have seen that, right? Yes, I yep. have. He's very Gates, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they did uh, a segment on me, and I'm 90 percent Irish. Ninety percent, and my people wow. have been over here. The first, my mother's side arrived in the in the seventeenth century. That's the sixteen hundreds, and my father's in the eighteenth century. And for Irish people um, not to commingle with other ethnic groups for that long, and, and the, they said that on PBS, you're the purest bloodline we've ever had. Wow! So it's ninety percent uh, Irish and about ten percent Viking, who came down, and of course, you know. Um, force themselves on the Irish, those Vikings. But uh, it's a cultural day, and I say, everybody, look, it's fun, and Irish people have contributed greatly to the country, and no matter what ethnicity you are, you should be proud of it, and everybody should have a day. So the poor Italians can't have a Columbus Day anymore because he's been canceled. So I don't know what they're going to do. Pavarotti Day? I don't know what the Italians are going to do. But each ethnicity in America, because as a historian, I know this to be true, has contributed mightily to our um, to making this country uh, the most successful country ever in the history of civilization, which it is. So that's that's the worthiness of uh, St. Patrick's Day. But you get a bunch of morons that go out and they get drunk and throw up and all of that, and they don't know they're demeaning. They're demeaning the day by doing that. Inebriation is not the symbol of the Irish. The shamrock is. Right. So You know, it's kind of like those people like around Christmas. I see these idiot kids on the train all the time. They do these uh, Santa Claus runs where they dress uh, up and they get hammered, and it's uh, embarrassing, right? Yeah. I mean, look, youth is youth, and they're always going to do this stuff. Right now they're down in Florida doing whatever, um, you know. I just like the days of Annette and Frankie where they weren't smoking pot and they kind of were just surfing. Just give me that. That's all I want. Yeah, this is a, another excuse for the, uh, the the low lives to get drunk and do what you say. But yeah. And they're not all Irish either, by the way. No, but, of course. They tag along with the Irish and uh, then, you know, they go Aaron and go bra. And you go, what does that mean? 
Nobody knows. What? What? What do you mean? What does that mean? It means Ireland forever. Oh. Yeah. Ah, you see? Oh, we yeah. learned something on the Bernie and Sid show. Not from Bernie and Sid, by the way. You learn uh, from me. No doubt. That's why the highest rated segment on the show all week Thank long, you. Big Bad Bill O'Reilly. Check out I Bill say O'Reilly. One more thing about, yeah. about St. Patrick's Day. I'll sure. get on to the news of the day, I hope. Um, if you have an opportunity to visit Ireland, no matter what ethnicity you are, go. It is a stunningly beautiful country with really, I think, the friendliest, most welcoming people on this planet. Wow. You will have a blast if you go to Ireland. I second that, having been there uh, three or four times myself. Uh, Big Bad Bill O'Reilly. Again, BillOReilly.com. Bill O'Reilly at noon on uh, 77 WABC. Bill O'Reilly at 9 o'clock at night on 77 WABC. Bill, the top issue of the day, of course, is the Ukraine war. Zelensky spoke to the uh, Congress yesterday. He's getting the hero worship. He spoke to the Canadian uh, Parliament the day before. Most people focusing on the no-fly zone, though he did make overtures that he would be willing to say, hey, I don't want to join NATO. Uh, People seem to be minimizing the the diplomatic aspect of this whole thing. What are your thoughts on the whole war and Zelensky himself? I want to make two major points here. Zelensky is a rise to the occasion. I didn't like him before. I thought he was kind of a third-world guy and not really in control of his country, but he's proven me wrong, and he is a uh, very brave man, and we should help him as much as we can without provoking World War III. We might have to get into World War III if Putin is really insane and and he invades a NATO country, then it's a shoot war. It has to be. And I hope pray that doesn't happen and so every other decent person is with me on that the no-fly zone is a provocation because that would put nato planes and u.s planes up against russian migs they would shoot at each other and that would give putin an excuse to ignite world war three so you don't want to do that but the humanitarian no-fly zone that could be done whereas you uh carve out a corridor where these poor ukrainian refugees could get out without the Russians shooting at them. Now, if Russia violated that, <clears throat> then, you know, the whole world, then that takes China off the board. You see, China is one of the big, big things in this chess game. Um, so China right now is kind of, they can't really help Putin all that much. You, if Putin starts gunning down civilians in a humanitarian no-fly zone, which should be implemented by the United Nations, by the way, Okay, then, I mean, it's like, okay, she, you're going to stick up for Hitler? Hmm. I mean, that's who Putin is. Let's, he's evil, and that's what I'm doing. That's my lead story tonight on BillOReilly.com on the Newsman News. Is that how do you deal with evil? How do you deal with it? So evil is trying to coax you. I mean, that's what Putin's trying to do. He's trying to coax people into a wider situation. And people ought to know, and, and apparently some don't, that World War III kills millions. Not thousands, millions. All right? So just keep that in mind. That doesn't mean we back off. That doesn't mean we be afraid. You can't do that with a guy like Putin. You've got to punish him, and we are, with the economic sanctions. The second thing is there is this um, trend on the right among conservative people to say, well, Biden is a screw-up, and he's enabled Putin, and he's part of the problem here, so we're not going to support anything Biden does. Well, wait a minute. And I write my message of the day on BillOReilly.com on it. I hope everybody reads it. You're correct. 
Biden is a very poor president. He's on his way to being the worst president other than Buchanan, who ignited the Civil War. You can't top that. But he'll be second if it continues. But you don't turn your back on your country because you have a bad leader. You have to basically say America has an obligation to try to protect as many innocent people, i.e. Ukrainians, as it can without producing a bigger uh, confrontation that would kill so many more. Doesn't that make sense to you guys? Uh, it, ma- it makes a to- total amount of sense, but here's where it gets tougher. So when I sit down at dinner with Danielle Leva and Gabe and I say what you just said, listen, I don't like Biden. He's the worst, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I feel like we should be doing maybe a little more. I'm not gonna, about to put Gabe, send you to Ukraine to fight and all that stuff. And, and Gabe goes to me, then what exactly, what should we be doing more? What should we be doing? And that's where a lot of Americans have difficulty answering that. Does it mean more planes, more money, more what? How do we do more without taking our kids and putting their lives at risk? All right, number one. Don't ever engage with Gabe like that. Just give him my number. Have him call me. Uh, give the kid a break. You know, right? I, I, and I will yeah, do he, that. He's not gonna, he doesn't want to listen to you. Let's see, eat his dinner. Have him call me. I'll tell him, and everything will be that happy. Is, and by the way, Bill is serious. Gabe will call you next week. You'll pick Good, up the call. I'd be happy to talk to Gabe. You get, a, get a conference call. Talk to all of his friends. Uncle, that Uncle Bill. So look, Uncle Bill. You're, you're a, the president of the United States now. God help us. Um, and, and hey, I'd be, say, I'd, All I'd, right. I'd, I'd be better than Biden. You got to give me that. Sure, you'd be better than Biden. I mean, the guy in the subway who can't stay awake would be better than Biden. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you basically have to say to yourself, look, we got to help these people. That's our number one priority. So what do we do? The only way you help them is to a get them out of there if they want to leave. That's number one, and that's where the humanitarian no-fly zone comes. Um, number two, you send them as much supplies as you can, both military and food and right. other staples and medicine. Right. Okay. And the third is you, you max up the pressure on Putin economically so that his own army turns on him and overthrows him. Those are the three things that you can do. Now, they're all being done. Are they being done effectively? I hope so. Well, you tell me number three is being done. Really? The the screws on the Russian economy? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Yes, yes. Sure. Yes, yeah. it is. It. That's why Gabe's got to call me. <laughs> <laughs> right. But listen, the president in this case is actually doing the right thing by, by refusing the no-fly zones and not, not sending the MiGs directly from the United States, which would possibly cause a provocation. But I think back to my earlier point, again, Zelensky made an overture to the Canadian parliament about not wanting to be a member of NATO, uh, or not, not going to be a member of NATO, that's a huge concession. He was indicating he's Absolutely. willing to he wants, he, he wants to he wants give to Putin deal. whatever Putin needs to right. get the hell out of his country. So the Ukrainians were not that jazzed on getting to NATO anyway. That's what people forget. It wasn't like the Ukrainians were going, oh, i got to be in NATO. No, they had an opportunity to negotiate, and they, had, and they didn't. They did because they didn't want to provoke Putin. Right. Now, if the Ukrainians didn't have Putin, yeah, they'd like to be in NATO because it's a better alliance than being, you know, with the uh, Tartars in Russia who do nothing for them. So you, you, you have to look at it in, in Zelensky is doing trying to save his country. I think America and, and I'd like to see um, Biden knock off. We're doing this. We're doing that. Don't tell Putin what you're doing. Right. All right. 
Just send them the stuff that they want, the ground stuff. And the final thing on the MIGs is this is the biggest myth in the world. And I, I see these generals parading on cable television. And it's, I, I can't even believe it. No military expert believes that Ukrainian pilots could stand up to Russian pilots. These planes are going to get blown out of the air if they even get off the ground. Where are you going to base them? As soon as you bring in uh, high-tech planes, warplanes to Ukraine, guess what's going to happen to them? They're going to be blown up from the sky. The Russian Air Force is going to go in and devastate wherever those planes are. Do we not understand that? You're not yeah. going to even get them up. And if you do get them up, the poor pilot is going to last about a minute and a half up there. The Russian Air Force is one of the best in the world. I mean, I'm sitting there right. going, this is just moronic. Oh, we're going to go in and defeat <laughs> the Russian Air Force with Ukrainian pilots? Come on. No, we, we have to end this with diplomacy, not uh, with arms, because we're giving the Ukrainians false hope. And in the meantime, a lot of people are dying. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, the uh, the Biden administration, I mean, uh, aside from uh, doing the right thing on the no-fly zone and the MIGs, I mean, some stupid things like you talked about this on your TV show at BillOReilly.com, hiring TikTok influencers oh, and, and, and blaming Putin and trying to propagandize young people's minds. You know, but it's all not working for Joe. So I know we got to run. You guys should give me an hour. I mean, I, we have lots to talk about. It. It's not working for joe he's not going to run for president again that's the good news on this saint patrick's day i want to tell everybody on wabc biden has three more years less than three he's gone yeah there's no way on earth that biden or kamala can run again True. It's a disaster, and it's not going to get any better. That's the bad news. We'll have to, you know, tread water on this inflation, but he's finished. No, he's finished. And if we could survive the next two and a half years, you're right. It'll all be good. Uh, we'll call you at 7.15 tonight, Bill, okay? Just send Gabe your number. Figure a call about uh, 7.15. <laughs> you were great today, as always. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you all for right, all you Have fun in the movies. Sid's going to the movies. Have fun. Uh, thank you, Bill. Thank you, right. thank you, thank you, buddy. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Take Bill. Care. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.